I'm never sleeping, sleeping if the cause of your death. Live by the cold too, I take my last breath. I'm never sleeping. I'll hunt you while you rest. We from the cook and still ain't nothing left. It's your boy Reality Ron Bullard, man. I'm here with another episode of Reality Realm with my co-host. Boss Hawk 215 underscore reality realm. Hey people, this is episode 70. 70 Jones in, man. How, how you feel about it? I feel good, man. You know what I mean? I feel, I, feel, I feel the same exact way, man. It's like, you know, I didn't know he was going to make it here. I'm going to be honest with you. Start off with pandemic, some board shit, and we all the way here. You know what I'm saying? So definitely appreciate you, brother, for sticking it out. No doubt. Um, it's been fun. We're going to keep it going, man. For sure. All right, so this uh, this episode, we're going to start this off with the Super Bowl recap. Mm-hmm. Um, biggest game of the year, Bengals versus Rams. No doubt. In L.A. and SoFi Stadium. How about you start it off? I feel as like you got some things you want to, you got some stuff to get off your chest. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. First and foremost, right? Um, what they need to do is uh, they need to pick a location where the weather would not be a factor that time of the year and make that a designated Super Bowl spot. They need to make it where it's go. No NFL team can capitalize. On having home field advantage in the Super Bowl. That's fucking dumb. I don't dig it. What they should have did, instead of taking the Raiders out of Oakland and putting them in Vegas, is made Las Vegas be the designated Super Bowl city. I mean, who wouldn't want to know that they're going to go see the biggest game of the fucking season in Las fucking Vegas? Well, here's my thing with that, not to cut you off, but Las Vegas is a, is a, is a I, I think that's a bad spot. I, I would say take it to the old Pro Bowl spot in Hawaii. Because to me, it's trouble in Vegas. You're susceptible. You see Alvin Kamara got in trouble out there. He got into some shit. Well, there's an old expression, and this is no disrespect to Alvin Kamara. I mean, I, I know it will sound that way, me saying this in back of what you just hey, y'all, It's about to be very disrespectful. Go ahead. No, it's not. No, it's not. I'm not. I ain't got no beef with that man. I don't know him. I don't listen. I'm not trying to come at ball. None of that. But all I'm saying is, there's an old expression: wherever you go, you take yourself with you. Meaning, if yeah. a bunch of fucking frauds and and again, not calling him one, but if a bunch of fucking frauds take a trip out to Hawaii to watch the Super Bowl, fraud shit is going to happen because. Now, there's a bunch of fucking frauds. I mean, the reason why I said Vegas is because everything that um, everything that that area encompasses, you know, that that uh, it, it's, it's, it's like the real place that never sleeps. You know what I mean? It's right, like right, right, right. something going on in Vegas. Um, it's, a, it's a happening vacation spot. A lot of people love to go. You know what I mean? So you couple that with, once again, the biggest game of the year. It's like, man, can you imagine that? Can you imagine somebody saying, yeah, man, I got some tickets to the Super Bowl. You want to roll out? You're like, what? In Vegas? Oh, man, we are there. Like, like, yeah, that's big, real. big fucking deal right here. I mean, don't forget uh, uh, the Pro Bowl, when that shit was in my, uh, was in, excuse me, was in Hawaii, uh-huh. Madden a lot of times didn't even want to fucking go over there because he had to fly. Well, fly yeah. Everybody ain't with that shit. I'm not a big fan of it myself. I ain't been on a plane since I was a kid, bro. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, I've been falling back off that shit. And then, see, the thing about it, the crazy part is, I was there mentally before the 9-11 thing. And then when that happened, 
oh boy. I said, yeah. see, I really now don't want no parts of that shit. That's how I was looking. I'm not, and that's not to suggest I'll never do it. Right. I ain't in no hurry to do you're, it. You're not a frequent flyer. Like, I'll fly anywhere. I don't care. Well, see, you know what? I mean, you you apparently are you're apparently immune to everything that comes with that that makes a motherfucker nervous to fly. You don't yeah. think about it. I mean, don't, I ain't gonna lie. Turbulence still gets me. Because when we went to uh, DR last year, yeah, turbulence was fucking with me. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Like, this ain't no regular turbulence. How often did it happen? It was like, like, but it was like four minutes straight, I think. That's a long fucking time. Four minutes straight, the plane was just rocking and rattling. Yeah. See, I don't, bro. I don't know if the pilot was like out because with turbulence, usually you're flying into like some type of weather zone or something like that. You're not supposed to be flying. And I don't know if he couldn't get out the motherfucker, but I was like, oh man, this shit a little weird. I'm used to turbulence for maybe like the longest I've been in turbulence before that was like maybe 45 seconds. But that shit was long. Maybe I'm exaggerating with the four minutes. It felt like four minutes. I wasn't timing it. Let's say two minutes. All right. Well, shit, that's still too long to yeah. me. You know what I'm saying? Because like I like like I said, I I haven't flown since I was a kid, but I do remember. I remember quite well. Uh, you know, going through turbulence when I I mean I was young, man. I wasn't even ten yet. Okay. And the crazy part about it, my mother was sitting. We were sitting like right across from each other in the aisle. Like I was on the aisle. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah, I got you. So when that shit happened, I looked at her like. It's a bad what, job. <laughs> what is this? Like, what's, what's right. going on here? Like, I'm thinking that, you know, we about to be a... See, I don't want to be somebody's story. I don't want to be the motherfucker they sitting around at the dinner table talking about, you heard about those poor people on flight number? No, <laughs> I don't want to be... I, listen, dig this, man. I have never been one to feel I got to go above and beyond to have... A good time. A good time a lot of times is just a state of mind, bro. Right, right, right. Because you could take a trip somewhere real fucking exotic. Hence the DR. And you could be there, and if your mind not right, it, you might as well stay at your black ass or whatever yeah, your ass. Yeah, that fuck up a whole trip. Yeah, you might as well stay at home. Like, you here, but it's like your mind ain't right, so you're not even enjoying your, you know what I mean? So, a lot of this shit starts right the fuck up here in your head. And guess what? <laughs> I know I'd have a good time. <laughs> I know I'd have a good my 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 time would be fucking great. And, yeah. and I and I, I wasn't I wasn't panicking in the process of having it. You know what I'm saying? But right. the Super Bowl, yeah, that that right there, it was a good game. It was down to the wire. I feel like it was a very unjust crowning of the most viable player. But more on that later. Let's start off with the game itself. I think that um I feel bad for Odell Beckham. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. That, that's for sure. For Odell Beckham, because I feel as though if Odell Beckham would not have gotten hurt, he was going he was gonna be MVP of that game, man. He was killing. He was about to he was poised to have one of those big games where he get maybe 150 or more. Right, 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 right. You know, and he would have had, he had the one touchdown already. I know he would have got another one, at least another one, maybe another two. You never know. You know what I'm saying? I think that he was ready. He was ready for that moment. And 
in the little bit of time that he did be out there on that field, I think he kind of silenced a lot of critics in terms of where he was at mentally with the game. How much he wanted it, how much he wanted to be a success. I think and, and, and physically too, because a lot of people say he lost a step when he was in Cleveland. Remember what's wrong with Odell? He doesn't look that I'm like, motherfucker, if you got Baker Mayfield throwing to you, you feel the same way. <laughs> that sounds like a shot of Baker Mayfield. Beer can Baker. What do you want me to say? <coughs> you know, you're drinking beer, you got you got your exotic beers, you got your IPAs, then you got your your good drafts, you got your Heineken, your Heineken's, Coronas, Modellos. He's like the 211. That's some shit a smoker would drink. Okay, so that went down wrong. Excuse me. <clears throat> that, 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 that statement. What? <clears throat> I'm trying to get myself together. My bad. Listen, <laughs> listen, man. What the hell did Baker Mayfield do to you? You know what? He rubbed me the wrong way. It was back in college and all that, planting the flag in the field and, you know, I'm the tough guy. Look at me. Like, come on, man. Throw the fucking ball. That's all we ask you to do. I, I, like, I'm, you're not Jim McMahon. That, that shit been played out. Okay. Come on. That, that, that was his thing. He did it well, and that was that. I'm not I'm not taking up for the ball or nothing like that, but I at the same time, you, you don't you don't like that your quarterback who's supposed to be the leader of your team is basically saying fuck you to the competition and rallying his guys up to make y'all wanna, you know, hype you up, make you But want- they're losing. Man, if you shut up, we'll win. I'm just saying, that's just I mean, try something different. Like, you know what I mean? You know, don't just, you know, be out here. You want to punch the hole in the bear can? Are you at the what was it, the baseball game? And come on, man! Like, what are you doing? Some fucking goof about yourself. And throw the ball, which you can't clearly. Okay, that that's just another story for another time. But we we deviating off the topic. Oh, you're right. My bad. Yeah, yeah, but no, you ain't mine though. You didn't mind at all. But all right, anyway. But yeah, back to that game. I, I felt I, I felt bad for Odell. I felt that Odell was poised to just do big things that night. Um, I think that I think that Joe Burrow had a good showing, you know, especially being a second. Well, no, 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 don't, don't, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. See, I got something to say about that too. Okay, all right. I felt that he had a good showing. I felt that he was he was very poised. He does have that poisonous about his game. I give him that. He don't he doesn't appear to be rattled. I I haven't seen it yet. I think he just no, nah, let me shut up. Go ahead. He doesn't appear to be rattled. But um Peter Schrader. Good morning football. Yeah, that's the guy. Yeah. I I like you guys. I do. I watch your show now and again. Um, one of the reasons why you like because he ride for the bills, I guess. Like that's continue on, continue on, continue on. Hold on, hold on. No, 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 I don't want to hear that. That's the only reason why. Hey, it's not no. That's Peter Schrager is not the one that rides for the Bills. It's Kyle Brandt who rides. Right, right, okay, sorry. Right. However, however, I will say this: I like y'all's show. I catch it now and again. A lot of times, you know, the time of the day it come on, I'll be in the mix real heavy, so I don't really. But guys, listen. Let's set a precedent. Don't act like the rest of these media dudes. Stop rushing to judgment. 
Just keep it a buck with yourself. All of a sudden, you're saying that Joe Burrow is now the guy in the AFC. Okay, listen. Again, I think that Joe Burrow had a hell of a season. He played very well. You cannot take that part away. He made it to the Super Bowl. Can't take that from him. He had a good right, shot. Right in the bottle. Yeah, well, I mean, it very well could be. Now, the crazy thing is, and this is what irritates me about the media, while everybody right now is propping up uh, the Bengals, propping them up, propping them up, the minute, the minute they show any sign of... Oh, it's going to flip. It's going to flip. Oh, my God. They're going to snap. Because remember, Justin Herbert was the best quarterback in the AFC for like four weeks. I do remember that. I do remember that. He was the best quarterback. I, you don't even hear that dude name now. When exactly. When they're talking about quarterbacks going forward, all you're hearing now is Burrow, Mahomes, Allen, or in any order, Allen, Mahomes, Mahomes, whoever. You This, this is all you're hearing now. You don't even hear this guy's name right now. So, <laughs> again... You know what? I remember a long time ago, growing up as a kid, I was a big fan of watching wrestling. I was a, I watched all of it, but I was more so an NWA guy. But I remember one time. So that was when Flair was in the NWA. Okay. All right. You know it. Flair, the Horseman, and all them dudes. Yeah. Right. You know, but, but my favorite wrestler of all time was uh, Kunga the Barbarian of the Powers of Pain. I had to go ahead and put, and the Powers of Pain was the first group that ever put the Road Warriors on the shelf. But uh, you know what? I'm not, that's, that's another story for another time. We ain't going to get into that. You all know wrestling was scripted, so there probably was some type of extra money for the Road Warriors in that contract. So okay, just continue on. We, we look, we're not going to deviate. <laughs> Hey, brother, the powers of pain, the warlord and the barbarian. Those was my guys. But anyway, we ain't going to get into that right now. Um, back to the issue at hand. So I saw a wrestling magazine one time where they was when they, they uh, one, the writer gave a warning to Macho Man Randy Savage. He said, be careful. The fans can make you or break you. That's when he was, you know, he was a bad guy. He turned good. And all of a sudden he was the most beloved wrestler in the WWF. Right. That's what they were at that time. They was not the WWE back then. Um, So I say that to say this. Joe Burrow, be careful. Don't let it go to your head too quick, bro. They set you up for the fall. Right now, you're Charlie Brown. The hype is the football. And these media dudes are loosey. You understand? (laughs) Try to take that football, bro. They're going to snatch it away, and you're going to fall right on the back of your head and neck, just the way Charlie Brown used to do time and again when Luke <laughs> snatched the football away. Do not try to kick that ball, bruh. Stay within yourself. Stay humble. Don't let it go to your head. Keep the problem your- is I don't think he is humble. I was going to tell but no, notice I was just in the process of saying, keep your swag. I actually like it. I, I like the swag. I like the confidence. I love it. It just makes for good competition. Keep all that, but don't let it go to your head. Stay grounded. It's a difference. Um, to the media in the NFL, I'm doing this to all of y'all. This goes out to, I'm sorry, Peter Schrager, but you on this list now, too. This goes out to you. This goes out to the Stephen A. Smiths of the world. This goes out to the... I mean, man, I can I can go on and on. If I do, if I try to do it this way, I'll be too long with it. So I'ma just say Schrager, Stephen A. Smith, um, and anybody like y'all. This goes out to all y'all. Check it out. For those who can't see me, I'm extending my hand. I got it like a C, and I'm snatching it out of. 
I'm snatching it out of there. Yeah. Y'all grown-ass men and women, let's start acting like it. It's a lot of ball clapping, man. A lot of ball clapping going around. Exactly my point, and we can't have that shit. We can't have it. Stop it. Let's and, and that's the thing that gets... All right, you know, I'm, I'm let you finish. I keep interjecting. Go, go, go. No, no, I'm almost done. I'm about to, I'm about to hand it right over. All right. For real Bengal fans, people... And, 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 and I don't know... Shout out to Bert. Shout out to Bert. Uh, you know what? I mean, Bert. Bert, you are the only, you are the only true blue Cincinnati Bengals fan I know, good brother. The only Bengals fan, only Bengals fan that I know, honestly. I don't know no others. Oh, I'm sure it's a few in Philly now. You know how this city get down. Yeah. I'm sure it's Ball a few. clapping season. <laughs> I, I'm sure it's a few, man. So, like, you know, that, and, and I, and I can't, I can't stomach that type of fan, but, because they ain't fans. But, um, yeah, shout out to you, brother, but, for the true blue fans, I say to y'all, stay grounded. Don't let them set y'all up for that fall. It's a trap. It's a it's a fucking ambush. Do not fall in it because I guarantee you, as you're walking through that jungle, there's a snare trap out there ready to snatch your ass from the ground upside down and it's going to turn that fucking smile into a frown because you'll be hanging upside down and that's reality. <laughs> Yo, so on my end, um, I think it was a pretty well-played game. Um, I do think, like you said, if Odell was in there, I think this would have been a route, to be honest with you, because they couldn't guard him at all. Um, shout out to my boy Matthew Stafford, man. I'm, I'm not Dan Orlowski, because Dan Orlowski is a little piece of, piece of ball, but I can't really say that. They're actually friends. So, But Matt Stafford, you deserve it, my guy. I'm not mad at you at all. I'm mad at you at all, man. You went through that Detroit shit. I've been a fan of his since University of Georgia, actually. I don't know if you remember or not. But shout out to Matthew Stafford. You uh, you did it, man. You did it, bro. I mean, nothing, nothing more I can say. You know what I'm saying? You know, they kept saying, you know, it's you, it's you, it's you. And clearly it wasn't you. It was the fucking Lions. So it is what it is, man. I'm just glad he did it. Um, I think I'm going to touch on something that you wanted to touch on, but I don't think Cooper Cup should have been the MVP of that Super Bowl. Fuck no. I, I really don't think so. I think it should have went to Aaron Donald. Oh, yes. Um, just because the dominance he showed when it was when the game was online. Like, they had to get them stops. Bro, going back to, I believe it was early in the first quarter <clears throat> when they were able to stop the Bengals going forward on fourth down. Aaron Donald was a constant force in that game. It's no way on this earth or in any other earth should Cooper Cup have won. Don't you want to go to it? <laughs> oh, fuck that. I'm tired of this shit. Shut up. Don't you get tired of this shit? Listen, I got to keep it on I got to keep it on it. I got to go all in on this. Fuck that. When you look at the plays that not only shows up on the stat sheet, but when you see the film, when you look at the footage, the plays that do not show up on the stat sheet, like Leonard Floyd. I hope, I hope you took Aaron Donald out to dinner because he's the reason you got your sack when he drew that double team and you shot the gap. I mean, when there's nothing in front of you, ain't nothing right. to do but sack the quarterback. Right. You know what I'm saying? But hey. That's why it's a team game. I'm not taking nothing away from you. I'm not cheating in your moment. I'm just shining a little light 
because some people got to be in the dark if they felt that this guy should have got MVP. Ain't no fucking way he should have got MVP in that game. Aaron Donald had his fingerprints all on the game. And when, like you just said, when the game was hanging in the balance on fourth down, and then I didn't even notice that night that fucking Jalen Ramsey, you need to shut the... Bro, don't you ever say you, you're the best corner in the game again. Let that child abuse you out there. So yeah, yeah, you ain't, yeah, you ain't think I was gonna talk about that. He bust his fucking ass. If it wasn't for Aaron Donald, if it wasn't for Aaron Donald, it would have been a. You talking about the face mask play, right? No, not that play. I'm talking about about when Jamar Chase got a beating deep. I'm talking about when on fourth down in that game, that same play that Aaron Donald applied all that pressure, your boy fell to the ground. He was beat. Look it up if you doubt anything I'm telling you. He was beat. He would have got toasted if it wasn't for Aaron Donald doing what he did. So how does that man not get MVP? It's the fuck beyond. Wait, you just said he fell. So he fell, he fell. Like, I mean, look, man, don't come on, man. He's from, he's from D-back U, all right? Come on, don't, don't be trying to throw some salt in his game. You know what I'm saying? Like, so he fell. I mean, it can happen. It can happen to anybody. I mean, it's the wrong time to fall. But nobody's susceptible for falling. Yeah, you're right, but it was a clutch moment. And, and see, I, I'm gonna say this. I'm, I agree with you. I agree with you. Tom, that's where your technique fails you at. Tom Brady hung one on him going out the door too, and he said that himself. He said, "Damn, I'm the last one he threw a touchdown pass on." That's well, with his aggressive style, I mean, uh huh. He's, he's, I mean, he's, he probably would, he he would be the person that get beat. It's not his technique; it's just, he's just too aggressive sometimes. But that's what gets him. You know, damn if you do, damn if you don't. If you're not aggressive, you'd probably be a shitty corner. Better watch it. Yo, man, yo, look, no, don't leave my guy out of this, all right? No, no, I'm just saying, he just, he, he just got to be. See, see, the thing is, everybody want to do this. Everybody want to be chatty like Dion, But everybody don't back it up like Dion. See, where he's. He never said he was Dion. Oh, oh, wait, he ain't, no, he ain't have to. But when you take the time to hold an interview with a major magazine and you calling out players in the league left and right, calling certain players trash who shitted all over that notion and a few others. Oh, yeah. Oh, you don't remember that? So there, that guy, continue on. Continue on. Look, cause I, still, I still got some things to say. Continue uh, yeah, on. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. But when you go out of your way to do shit like that, you calling out y'all all playing in the same league, y'all all professionals, but you calling out your fellow, no, nah, don't do that. You bet. You ain't got no room to fail now. You, you just put a target on your fucking back. That's what you did. I mean, some so, people like it that way. Some people like it when they back and back against the wall. They come out better. Yeah, well, guess what? You know what? For all this shit you're talking about, it didn't happen. So it's a moot point. It doesn't it even matter at this point. Happened, but it almost happened. But this it, look, almost ain't good enough. It about him. This ain't about him. I'll give him another day. This ain't about him. This okay. is Aaron Donald being robbed of the MVP. It's no fucking way you give a dude that had 92 yards receiving. Yeah, I know he had the two touchdowns. And he scored. I know he, he caught the go-ahead touchdown. But guess yeah, what? But in that case, then you give Stafford the MVP then. Not with two picks, you don't. I mean, shit. Has it ever been done? I don't know. I can't really say it's ever been done. However, that fourth quarter, he was lights out. In basketball, right? In basketball, 
Um, See, Kobe has eight turnovers and probably get the MVP. Like, I mean, hold on, hold on. No, no, wait a minute. In basketball, if you have two assists, two turnovers, it kind of cancels it. Out here. Okay, two touchdowns, two picks. Oh, excuse me. No, he had three actually. He had three touchdowns. I'm sorry. Yeah. So I was about to point that out, but however, he did have the go ahead drive. So he was plus one. Sorry. Plus one, plus a, a clutch fourth quarter drive to put them up. So, I mean, hey, Cooper didn't catch all them damn passes. That was aided by like five flags in a row. But one of them went against them. One of them did go against them. Um, however, oh. you know, I'm not, I'm not diving into that. We're sticking on the Aerodonald subject. With the four flags, my bad. Anyway, look. Listen, look, look, man. We're sticking on the Aerodonald thing, man. Yeah, we are. We are sticking on it because, but see, those flags that I just was commenting on, that played a very, very, uh, that, that played a very, very specific, underlined specific part in what I'm talking about in terms of Cupid Cup winning <laughs> the MVP. I'm not, listen, bro, I'm sorry. I can't get on board with this shit. I've been hearing some of the dumbest, and then y'all had the audacity to try to put this dude in your own little conniving, underhanded, sneaky-ass way. And once again, this yeah, is... Yeah, the Jerry Rice thing, I ain't like that. Y'all got the audacity to try to mention this cat name in the same name as the GOAT? The greatest? Yeah. Man, fuck that. You know what? He's the GROAT. He's the greatest wide receiver of all time. Probably yeah. be the greatest player of all time, actually. But. He's a, he arguably... Yeah. He's Actually, put him in an argument, and you going to try to sit here and put this dude in a yo stop the dumb shit, cut it out, cut it the fuck out, Jerry. Now, I tell you what, you could take Jerry Rice stats on his his, his worst statistics of the Super Bowls he played in, take those and put them against that shit Cooper Cup did, and come shit. <laughs> call back at you. that shit, <laughs> that shit he did. Holler back at you when you do, yo. So, getting back to my point, um, and we got to wrap it up after this because we spent a lot of time on this subject. Um, so, yeah, I, I do think Arrow Donald should have been the, the defensive MVP. That fourth down play, and then there was a – was it another fourth down play where he stood the guard up and still made the tackle with one hand? I mean, with one arm? You remember that? Something to that effect, yes. Yeah, he said – because, like, he, he was in the middle of a rush. He stood the guard, guard up with, like, his right arm. And went around him and grabbed the bull by his waist and still tackled him. And I'm like, how the fuck is that possible? That bull's a fucking animal. Man. No, it's like it's, that's really like really. Some people say nothing's impossible. That shit is impossible. But maybe not. Obviously not for him. It's not. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, look, I got a stud defense tackle on my team. I wouldn't expect him to do no shit like that. Like that's just, I don't know. That, that's fucking amazing. Uh, well, now, there's one thing I want to point out about this. You might be the best. Heard, huh? He might be the best ever. He might actually be the best. See, I want I wanted to get to that. You you talking about on what from the tackle position? Just, just as a D tackle. Okay, because I've been hearing some rumblings about best defensive player of all time, and I'm like, wait a minute, Lawrence Taylor, Reggie I, White, like I can't do that. I feel, I, I don't think you could call no one player the best defense because it's too many positions. It's too many positions, and if you're if you're a stud player at that position. You're going to affect the game in a way that's just like dominant by comparison to the other players before you and, and after you. Like, it's just like you, you can't do that. So, okay, Deion Sanders for years shut down one half of the damn field at, at the quarterback position. I yeah. mean, Reggie White, 
defensive end, Bruce Smith, defensive ends. They they gave they gave opposing offenses hell coming off the edges. Yeah, Lawrence Taylor. I mean, that's shit. Who, so that's who the comparison. I was going to get. That's who the comparison. Ray Lewis. I mean, come on. Uh, man, yeah, what? And middle linebacker? Come on. He, he was he was de- decent, decent. No, I'm, I'm fucking around. Ray, Ray Lewis, I'm fucking, I'm fucking around. Oh. I'm fucking around. No, that's that. That's that. That was my instinct from the Miami Florida State thing. Where I don't know, but um, no. But what I was gonna say was this though. So I don't like it because of the simple fact of, I guess they anointed LT as the greatest defensive player of all time. And then they were saying, well, Aaron Donald's better than him. And I'm like, all right, so first of all, effect on the game? I don't know if anybody's, besides a Bruce Smith or a Reggie Rice, had that type of effect on the game. This motherfucker was ending people's careers. Like, Joe Thais, he ended his fucking career. True. So, and then on top of that, I'm like, he did the shit when he was high. He was coked the fuck up half the time. So you got to give him his props for that. This nigga high, don't give a fuck. He out here just a fucking animal on the fucking field, like. Like what he says gonna be some crazy dogs out here today. That's that hot shit, man. It's that cocaine. That's that cocaine cowboy high, man. I'm telling you, yo, real shit. And so I'm gonna do all that while he was high. I gotta respect him. I gotta respect him. Damn for sure, Aaron Donald is a fucking is a goat in his own right. But I'm not ready to put him above a Lawrence Taylor just on impact in the game. I would say that as far as I would go with that. I would say I feel like he's the best. He could you you could say he's the best D tackle ever. But even with that being said, I mean he still got Warren Sapp. I mean Warren Sapp was a hell of was a hell of a defensive tackle. And I'm gonna say this too, man. If he never would have passed away, Jerome Brown. Yeah, Jerome mean, Brown's a problem. Yeah, he was killing shit before he died. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that was abrupt. So like I mean. Yo, stop bringing up Miami players on the podcast, man. I just want to throw it out there. Go ahead. Listen, bro. I'm I'm just bringing up good players. Regardless. Okay, I'm just saying. Like, I, just, I brought up Dion. He is seminal. You can't have no choice. You talking defensive greats? You got to bring up. You got to bring up Dion. Like, it's just even we talking about return greats. You got to bring up Dion. But look, that's a whole other thing. We're gonna jump out of this topic because we can go for the rest of the podcast with this one. Um, no. Next topic we're gonna bring up, we're gonna switch it up. Speeds here. Aaron Donald um, robbed. Huh? Go ahead. No, I, Aaron Donald got robbed. Go ahead. Okay, yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. So let, let, let's let's for the record, Aaron Donald did get robbed. He should have been the MVP of the Super Bowl. If Dexter Jackson could get it, I, I'm not even getting into that. Um, so next next topic we bringing up is is the Locks, the greatest rap group ever. I'm gonna start this one off. No, no, no. I'm going to tell you why. The best rap group ever is Mob Deep. Here's my reasoning why. Here, here's my reasoning why. Hear me out for a second. Go ahead, man. Prodigy was a beast on the mic. Havoc wasn't no slouch either, right? Mm. He was 10 times better than Sheik. I said, I'm sorry, Sheik. You can't fuck with Havoc. Just not my mind. No, no, no way, no how. Mm. But you okay. had one of the best producers in the group also in the game. So it's all homegrown. It's like, okay, can you kill it on the beats? I come in, you know what I'm saying? Do my ones and twos. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a, minute, wait a minute. Pump your brakes, partner. Because <laughs> the question, the question was... No, 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 no. I thought about this long and hard. Strictly speaking. Listen about the lyrics. It said the best rap group ever. Yes, yeah, right. what I'm saying, right? That's, Nobody that's, talking about lyrics. No, no. I did. I could have sworn. No, I put that to I you. I don't remember that. I don't remember that. Lyrically speaking, are they the best? 
Yes, you know why? Have you, have you heard the Styles P and Havoc drink? The collab? You know they got they formed like a little group. No, I didn't hear that. Yeah, check hear. it out. They, they formed like a little group. It came out in December. I'm, I forgot to tell you about it. Um, Havoc wasn't no slouch. Not saying he's a slouch, but I mean, if you had to put your money on on on, on Havoc or Styles P, who you putting your money on? That's the period no there. That's the period uh, no there. Exactly. That's exactly. the period no there. Exactly. Um, no, my thing is this though. This is my thing. When you're talking about a group, I mean, I just I, I gotta say, my just because of the fact of Havoc producing all those classics, like he produced classics, bro. Talking about production, I'm not denying that. I'm not a hell of a dude to do production and still try to keep up with Prodigy and shit, and you halfway pulled it off. You got it. You got it. It's something, yo. I'm not taking nothing away from his. Yeah, producing wise, if we was talking about shit like that, then this this conversation would take on a whole new dynamic. You just say lyrical, so you didn't say that because I always say lyrical. Bro, we actually talked. Look, I text you that and we spoke on it. Lyrically speaking, wasn't lyrical. No, what we spoke on was was that it's a difference between a group we did and a that. crew. That's what we talked about. Right. Nothing about lyrics. We did that too. Nothing about lyrics at all. So you remember that, right? Because I was about to break down some other stuff, and you was like, "No, you can't do that," because it's when I was going to just the woo. I just throw that out there. Like, I mean, you can say them. You can say, I mean, super groups I'm trying to think shit. Either way. So. I just feel as though mob, man. I, I got to give it the mob. That's just my thoughts on the situation. It's not It's not in your text messages because we didn't say anything about lyrics. We basically talked about crews and groups. That was it. Listen, man. Listen. I know that I said lyrically because you ain't the only I didn't ask this question to a couple people because I just wanted to get some feedback. And I asked the question the same way every trip. But if you want to run and hide behind this production shit, you go right ahead. What are you talking about? Shout out, shout out to Kyle Daly. Because he was <laughs> what? Where the fuck that come from? Proud about you talking all this production shit. He would be very, he would be very proud. So you ain't gonna shout out hot tracks. Shout, shout out to my man. Like <laughs> Baker too, man. You know what I mean? Platinum kiss for life, baby. You know what I'm mug. saying? You know it. You know it. What up, mug? Holler at us. We around. So look. All I'm saying is this. Lyrically speaking, lyrically, I think you have to say a lot's probably, they probably are, man. Because when you look at, I mean, Kiss is who he is. Styles is is, is nice. I mean, we've always, the pecking order in that group to me, and I think to most people, has always been Kiss, Styles, Sheep. But technically to me, it was like, it, Kiss and Styles is kind of, Styles probably had, I'm sorry, Kiss has more, how can I say this, more appeal to him. He's not, he's grimy, but he's also, he can give you so many different ways. Styles is going to come at you hard all day. There's it's no going around that shit. No doubt. Then they go, he don't know how to make a, a fucking a radio track. Which I'm surprised the gay high joint got played like that, but you know, he don't know how to jump on a, a fucking Aaliyah song. I'll say Aaliyah, damn, that was I'm in my bag now. He don't know how to jump on a fucking Beyonce song. Kiss can do that. Styles can't. He's just too fucking hard. Like maybe Styles just ain't, you know, maybe he's had opportunities. He just was like, I ain't with that shit. Fuck out of here. Could be, yeah. I mean some. Hey, I ain't mad at it. I can picture him doing it. That's the funny thing about it. Like, I can envision it. Like, you know? But, 
I'm just saying, I think that when you're talking in terms of actual groups, it's no, it, it, I mean, ooh, like. I, look, I, I gave you my answer. Yeah, I know, but it was. And the, I have a valid point behind my answer. Oh, oh, yeah, because because you adding shit, you incorporating production. I add I, nothing in the group. The, the group got to be multi multi purpose, right? You got to have more than one talent. Lyrically, and they to have that other talent. <laughs> lyrically, that wasn't what? discussed first. If that was discussed first. We wouldn't be having this conversation right now. We probably wouldn't even be a topic because it wouldn't be nothing to say. But however, it wasn't explained to me that way. And that just answered my question. That's what. I did just answer. I said that out loud. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! That's what I'm talking about. Look, no, no. Listen, listen. This is what I'm saying. It wasn't asked to me that way, and I have my answer. That's it. I, I, I had to give it to the mob. There's nothing wrong with that. They got classics, bro. They got more classes than the locks. They got classics. They do. I'm not saying it. See, you looking at it wrong. I'm saying to you, okay, I tell you what. If they was to go to versus, see, no, nah, you can't do that because Prodigy's not alive. So that wouldn't even be fair. Because yeah. if Kiss get on there and start doing that, the way Kiss control the crop thing, Prodigy will jump back. You know what I mean, like, he not Cam just going to sit there and look and be salty. Like, he going to get in his bag. All I'm saying is this. When you talk about classics, it's interesting you say that because there are some definite there are some definite classics that both groups are on. However, like like we talked about it before, the locks niggas and started something. The locks was on that. That's that a, wasn't their track. It wasn't their track, but the thing is, they were recruited. These are mostly mob tracks that are classics, though. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. Let me finish. They oh. were recruited for a job. The job was, you know what that job was. It, it's, 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 it's unfortunate that things played out the way they did. Um. Yeah, because if that would have played out, yeah, I think Pac would have been mad as shit. So good. Pac passed away before it could get where it needed to go. Yeah, he'd have been mad as shit. So good. Thing is, he would have heard that, and it would have been really on because then it would have been Pac, the Outlaws, and just shit just would have got goofy. The Outlaws is fucking with locks. Um, the Outlaws was nice, bro. First, they fucking with the locks. Wait, wait, wait. Hold, hold, see, I think Kiss will kill that whole camp by itself. Hold on. Styles will kill that whole camp by itself. Sheik might give him a rumble. Hold on a second. For, uh, first of all, Fatal was nice. Don't do that. Fatal was nice. Fatal was nice. Actually, with, with them, Fatal was nice out that group. Fucking, um, shit, Idi Amin wasn't bad either. He wasn't bad. Fatal wasn't bad. And uh, Gaddafi was nice, but Gaddafi got he got killed too. Rest in peace to him. Um that that, that yo, the I'm you know what? Hit him up was their introduction to the world of the major. I wasn't impressed. Even though you wasn't impressed? By them, no. Okay, so so Pop energy is it, what Pac said. The boldness of what he said and the energy he was coming with—that's what—that's what the track was about. Well, I mean, it was pop track, so pop not gonna be outdone on his own shit. So, but, all right, so then them but, niggas wasn't really. No, hold on, but what did Pac say? Even and and, and, and that's not the, the spark nothing with that uh, with the other aspect of that song. See, see, yeah, see, you know what? See, don't even say it then. <laughs> like you said, y'all niggas not even on my level. I'm gonna let my little young niggas ride on you, bitch. You you know what he said? You heard it? And then. 
Well, he wasn't talking to Big, clearly, but go ahead. Yeah, I don't know. He might have smoked some 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 of that L.A. dust or something. That shit that uh, Chris Tucker was smoking on Friday. He wasn't talking to Big with that. Now, maybe season him, whatever. But he, uh, he had all, I mean, damn, man. I mean, look, he talked to Big right out the gate on that track. The first thing okay. he came out of his mouth, he was talking to Big. So he ain't got to talk to Big the whole song. You understand? You, you get where I'm going with it. He but talked. nobody knew them other guys. For the minute we were talking about Kim or C's or whatever, nobody didn't. Who are you? For real, for real. Like, the fuck is these guys? Outlaws. Straight out of jail. Dusty ass Brick City niggas. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> well, look, look, look. Nah, nah, see, we not doing that right now. All right, all right, you know what? Cool. All right, cool. We, look, you know what? We, the time is, time, time is ticking. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. But, but, you know, but, you know, listen, they came on the track. They said what they had to say. Like, I mean, I ain't, you know what, I, I will quote verses, but that's just going to make this shit drag. So yeah. I'm not going to do that. But so fall right into the track. Go ahead. All I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, the Outlaws, that was a nice group. Napoleon. Okay, we're going we're gonna to leave it at that. That's your opinion. I can respect your opinion. It's a fucking um, it's a fact. But wait, say it again? It's a fucking fact. But, but go ahead, though. I can respect your opinion. Um, so, I mean, for me personally, I like to say Mob Deep for my reasoning. You're saying the locks, which I'm not mad at. I just feel as though the, that if you want to say the best rap group ever, I got to give it to the mob. Sorry. Moving on. I got to give it to the locks. Go That's ahead. cool. That's cool. <laughs> All right. So now we're going to get to something that everybody's probably already heard by now. I mean, if you ain't, you know, you're not a sports fan, you wouldn't know, but everybody knows. Shit, my girl even know. Um, so the trade her around the world. Ben Simmons for the Bears. I start, I'm going to start this one off. I mean, listen, man. I think that, and I know what everybody's thinking about that, especially everybody from Sixers fans. From Sixers fans, you know, Philadelphia natives. Uh, okay. Be careful. Very that. careful. Be careful because all I'm saying is this. With what Ben Simmons had going on, a lot of y'all, a lot of y'all kind of answering your own questions. When you say stuff like, oh, he was lying about needing the mental health stuff. He, think about it. What if he was also lying about a couple of other things? What do I mean by that? What if some of the struggles that he has had in game wasn't really a struggle? What if he just wanted to fuck out of here? What if he just wanted to go? Because he just didn't want to be in this city no more. See, if these two teams, Brooklyn, because Brooklyn has been struggling of late. Well, they play next month. So go ahead. If these two teams both make the playoffs, I know the Sixers will. Brooklyn, right now, the way things are with them, it, 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 they need yeah, to what's, are they like are they because they was like number two, so I guess yeah, they had to fall yeah. Fell. They done fell yeah. and they're getting blown out right now. Oh but shit. Once I look, they was getting blown out by the Knicks. But um, yeah. Two teams that ain't shit. All right. Oh damn. All right. Well, the Knicks was kicking their ass last I looked. Um, I'm just saying, be careful because guess what? Whatever you want to say about Ben Simmons, and I'm not saying I disagree with it. Please don't think I'm defending him. That's not what I'm doing. But I just know what I know. Um, all he's going to have to do over there when they get that team on the floor, is play is defense. Do play D, pass the ball. Rebound. That's, That's all he's gonna have to do. He's gonna all, all his worries are gone. 
he's going to score in a very timely fashion. He'll get his putbacks. His his oh, it's open. Let me dry the lane, lay it up real quick, dunk it real quick. Or fast break. Fast breaks. He'll get those. That will happen. That just comes within the flow of a basketball game, regardless of who's on the floor. So, um, but what y'all don't want to have happen, you don't want to get knocked out the playoffs by that team. And it happened because Ben Simmons stepped up up James Harden on the defensive end of the floor. And that's not far fetched. It's not far fetched. Not far fetched at all. I feel you on that. And and even to further that point, um, what I was alluding up, you were saying all that, saying about like just his job, you took this his job at this point. That might make him feel more confident to shoot. It's like, fuck it, KD here, you got Seth here, you got fucking Kyrie, whenever he plays, he here, whatever. And then it's like, fuck it, I'm going to put it up. And then if it goes in, and it goes in again, and it goes in again, who knows? The only thing I can say about the trade is, and of course I get it, Sixers fans are giddy, and all of a sudden, now I did hear this before Harden was trying to get to Philadelphia the first time. Mm-hmm. But... um Something happened, whatever. It didn't, it didn't work out, basically. And that's when he got traded to the Nets. Um, my thing with him is, though, be, I'm saying be careful on this side. If it doesn't work out, he's going to bounce. Mm-hmm. Second team, he bounced on in two years. Mm. So mm. everybody hype. You run out and buy your Harden jerseys and all that, and then you turn around and gave this man $47 million and he stinks it up like he always does in playoffs. And then... You're looking like, wow, dude, dude playing with other Lakers or some dumb shit like that. Really? Yeah. I'm the first person he burnt, okay? Let me tell you something, okay? Let me tell you, man. Look, look, I, I, got, I got some beef with him. I always have beef with Katie, but I got beef with him. And it's not really about the money situation. Because I understand, get your paper, man. Like, you don't know if you could tear ACL tomorrow, your career could be over. But when you go into the finals and disappear. Like, dude disappeared when we played Miami. I don't, he was killing against the Spurs and then he just like, I don't know if he was partying too much, which I heard that's a problem with him. He parties a lot. Um, And it was like, you can't average, five, you can't go from average and come off the bench 18 points a game against San Antonio and then go to the finals average like eight. Where's the other 10 points at, bro? We probably would have won that series. So, all right, he did all that, and then, you know, the contract came up, and he said, nah, I'm out, $30 million more. I'm not mad at that. Cool. Then you get to Houston or whatever, and, you know, that's when you get the gun. You get to put your shots up, get your name known. Then, all right, I want to win. You get Chris Paul there. Chris Paul gets hurt. He gets you to the Western Conference Finals, which you couldn't do by yourself. You get there, and I think they had this historical one for 27 from three night. What was it, game seven against the Rockets, I think it was? No, I'm sorry, against the, uh, the Warriors? In the Western Conference Final that year? Uh, yeah, it was something like that. Yeah, so you do all that, and then it's like, ah, man, I'm tired of this. Ah, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. You go to, you go to, the, go to Brooklyn. I don't know what happened there. It could be uh, batshit, flat earth Kyrie fucked everything up, which I'm probably leaning towards because he's crazy as fuck. But you get there, and you know, all right, we're going to do this. This is what we're here for. We're going to knock it out the park. We're going to win this chip. You've only been there for like, what, two years? Not even a full two years, a year and a half probably, I think. 
And then you're like, all right, I, I'm, I'm going to go to Philly. Dude, you can't just keep jumping from team to team thinking you're going to get a ring. You're not in that, that year 18 or year, year, year 14 where it's like, I only got like two more years left. Let me try to jump on a bandwagon somewhere and get a chip. I understand that. I don't, but I do. You're still a perennial player, supposedly. Well, I was, okay. I don't know how real is real because I didn't authenticate this information. However, which is why I'm, I'm going to say, I, you know, I don't know this to be facts, but I was told that part of the part of the language in that trade was the Sixers extended him for like two years or something. Yeah, Another, so you got no. Is this he opted in for the extra year? Yeah, that, yeah, that's what it was. I'm sorry. Yeah, they owe him forty seven point six next year. So you stuck with what you got. Ain't no getting around that because I don't think they got the bread to get nobody else. Because you still got Joel's big contract that he's, I think, what is he, year three? So they might want to, they might be looking in to extend to him. Okay, so he's going to naturally he'll play the rest of this year and then he'll also play all the next year, right? Right, right. And then he'll be a free agent. Yeah. That is, okay. As it stands right now. Right, right. Wow. All right, well, hey, man, you know what? It's, it's funny. I, I went to go see, uh, I went to go see my doctor the other day, and he's a he's an all Philly guy. Yeah, uh, I hate, I, you know. Let me shut up. <laughs> I mean, you know, he, well, well, you know, no, no. Let me rephrase. I know he's a um, he's an Eagles fan and he's a Sixers fan. Let me say it that way. I'm not really sure. I mean, once, once you get that, get to that point, you're a Phillies fan too, and you like the Flyers, and you don't even watch hockey just in case they win the championship. You can say we won the chip, but go ahead. That's usually how it goes in Philly. But. Well. When I when I was talking to him, as you know, wait, wait, I was gotta say, as, as one of our good friends always say, I'm, I'm a Philadelphia guy. That, never knew what the fuck that meant, but go ahead. <laughs> you know exactly what the fuck it means, but we ain't gonna, we ain't gonna get to that. Um, I'm, he, I asked him because I noticed he had on six of scrubs. I seen that. What? Oh, he took a dare. Yeah, he had on some six of scrubs. And I was like, I, I said, so what you think about the trade? You know, I mean, he said it like this. He said, I think that the trade got a two-year window. Straight like that. He said, yeah. he said, you know, you got this year and next year to get it done. I think yeah. all of next year, that will be the telltale sign. It's too, they ain't even got no chemistry. They never played together. And, you know, in the playoffs, it's all about chemistry. So I'm not even saying this year. I'm, I'm going to wipe the board this year. Next year, y'all should be coming in fresh, working out with each other, doing X, Y, and Z, and we'll see what happens. So wait a minute then. Question. That being said, if that scenario that we discussed a little while ago were to happen, then they don't have no reason to feel down on themselves if, if they allow Ben to... Well, you know what, though? At that point, you kind of fucked the organization up. So if, I'm saying if it happened this year. If it yeah. happened this year, if, they, if, if the Nets was to beat them this year? And, no, because the mission should be, if we go, if we see the Nets, you have to win. But wait. Had, so, so, so wait. They beat them, but that scenario is in oh, place. Oh, if Ben shut Harden down. Right, right. If he lock them up and all that cool shit. Yeah. You, you have to think that because it's like, okay, well, clearly, which you already knew, he's a perennial defender. Mm-hmm. 
I got to see this motherfucker four times in a regular season next year and then still possibly see him again in the playoffs. That's a problem because he could stop you again. Mm -hmm. He's obviously, I mean, and it's not hard to stop James Harden these days. It's really not because remember a lot of his points came off of that, that head jerk in motion and they cut, they cut that out. I mean, the league don't go by that no more. They took out the, no, no, it's not a foul. So now you notice he's not scoring as much as he used to. So so wow that's that's okay yeah that that's that's a heavy situation right there so that's the thing that nobody talks about like, oh he's having a down year no he was getting an extra nine to ten points off the free throw line because the rules was fucked up in my opinion which seems to be right <laughs> I don't know what? how many times I've seen this dude drive the lane bro and they'd be like oh, and he just throw his head back and throw the ball oh foul I'm like what ain't nobody touch him. Okay. All right. Well, Dang. So right. had to be said. I could dig it, bro. I could dig it. Had to be said, man. Um, but yeah, so I mean my synopsis of this whole trade is we got it's a wait and see approach. Um I think both sides needed it. So I, I get the actual trade going down. I'm not saying nobody was reaching. I think that was the best available option for both. Because with the way Harden been playing this year, even though we know past years he's you know been doing X, Y, and Z. He's an former MVP. Um, ben Simmons needed a fresh start, clearly. Um, and this made sense. And this is the thing that people don't see. Brooklyn actually came out on top on this, though. Because now you got a shooter who can space the floor for KD and Kyrie. You got a backup center. All the Sixers got was Harden. That's it. Brooklyn a- actually added assets to their team. That's the way I look at it. And I don't think James Harden at this point makes up for them losing their best shooter and probably one of their best bench players in Andre Drummond, who can plug in a starter anytime. Yeah, that's 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 uh, that's true. That's true. I, I could definitely agree with that. Looking at it from that perspective, I can definitely agree. I can say that they did get some assets. Um, and once again, when everybody returns to the court for them. Uh, for them being in Brooklyn, you know, they're going to be a completely different team than what we've seen of late because of the injuries. You know, um, shout out to my squad, Chicago Bulls. You know, oh, y'all, 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 y'all definitely doing your thing, man. Y'all, you know, I give you props. Fuck the Rosen, but y'all cool. No, y'all straight. I ain't doing that. I ain't doing Boy, that. I, I didn't hear that part. DeMar DeRozan, DeMar DeRozan is doing the damn thing. We're going to show that man some respect. He's not Kobe Bryant. I don't know who the fuck said that. And First, bro, bro, it ain't about. See, that's what people. That's that's what people. Get. No, but you know what though? On some real, you know. I can, let me let me just say this. All the shit I talked to you about DeRozan, I gotta give him his props for this. He said Greg Popovich helped him when he went to San Antonio. On where, like, where, where, where's your spots on the floor? Where you're most efficient? Things of that sort. So, mm-hmm. shit. Why don't say props to Popovich, man? Shout out Pop. Well, so understand how to get his game together. Pop is one of the best coaches ever, and he gets off and overlooked, it seems like, in my opinion. For sure, for sure, yeah, definitely for sure. But I got a question, though. Josh Giddy, what's up? Yeah, you, yeah, he got get, getting giddy with it, no doubt. No doubt, getting giddy with it. I get your props for that one all day, every day. You called that because I was hot. <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah, you definitely was, and I had to let you know, like, nah, I think my man, you know, young boy going to do his thing. I like what I see. I just saw little flashes in this. I said, yeah, I like this. This is, this is a good look. But you know what I don't like? 
Somebody What's up with your man? Who? K Dub. K Dub. K W. Are you talking about Kevin Durant? No, no. I'm talking about your team, brother. K W. What's up with your man? K W. Who the fuck is K W? I'm a. You know what? I see. I'm looking at the time, so I'm gonna speed this up. All right. Uh, Williams, man. What's up with him? I noticed you ain't, I noticed you didn't comment on that the other day when I said when you tried to come for the goat or some joke shit and I let you know don't you ever come for the greatest basketball player of all time, the former Chicago Bull, Mr. Michael Jordan, where you got this old neck, oh, hey, yeah, okay. right. fucking shag, bush neck motherfucker running up and down the court, rocking the Oklahoma City jersey. What the fuck? Yo. Yo, when I saw that shit, I was instantly thinking of light skinned Jerome from Snowfall. <laughs> exactly my point. Exactly my point. I ain't gonna lie, I was like, I can't even respond to this shit, man. Exactly. This motherfucker got you old. You got that one. I ain't gonna hold you. I'm looking, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Old fucking hedge bush neck motherfucker. Yeah. Raccoon tail neck motherfucker. Yeah. Skunk tail neck motherfucker. Yeah. Don't you ever come with my man again when you got somebody running around looking like that on your squad. And that's reality. Yo, man, I ain't got you got me on that. I ain't got nothing to fucking say. Man. I know you were speechless. I ain't got nothing to say, man. Damn. I, yo, you slid that one in there. I thought that was gonna be... hey, you know I what? thought that was gonna be on the slide side of things. <laughs> We got to get Ray Rap to show up at that point. All right, go. Oh, you slick motherfucker, too. Okay, all right, you good. I, I'm just saying. I'm cool, just saying. cool, cool, cool. So once again, I want to say how much we love oh, it. Oh, this way, that fat? Okay, go. My fault, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, <laughs> with a couple of brothers who put it down like no others. It's so boring reality, Rob Pollard. <laughs> My man, Chris Black. When you need a reality check, the reality realm is where you want to be at. We'll be back next week in the building, God willing, and that's reality. I'm never sleeping, you're sleeping if the cause of your death. Live by the cold too, I take my last breath. I'm never sleeping, I'll hunt you while you rest. We from the cook, but still ain't nothing left.